0: Welcome Welcome to the Magic on Main Street podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Tabitha. Over the better part of a decade, our little family has lived the Disneyland lifestyle. As an ex-cast member and now longtime annual pass holders, we've been surrounding our lives with Disney. From Disney bounding to pin trading. Exclusive items and all the food. We've fully immersed ourselves in the culture that Walt built. We've done it all and have made some great friends and memories over the years.
1: We'll be sitting down with friends and other Disney junkies to share our stories and advice.
0: We'll be your one stop shop for Disneyland history and trivia and all the insider information you could ever ask for on merchandise, food, shows, attractions, and everything else you should know about the parks.
1: Our goal is to bring a little magic to your ears each week by sharing our Disneyland journey with you. This This is is Magic Magic on on Main Main
0: Street. Street. And here you may savor the challenge and promise of the future. future. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Hello. Hey, everyone. I'm Sean. I'm Tabitha. And this is the Magic on Main Street podcast. This is episode six. That was an early one. That was an early one. We're getting it off to a great start with the rap horns. Uh, Lots to talk about today. But first, let me introduce you. To our good friend Daniel Proc D nope Dino Proc 95 on the Instagrams.
1: That's half a rap horn. We'll yeah, count it as half. Because it it was too soon, but I have to do one for the colonel.
0: Uh, but also in the room, we have the resident cute kid, the Moocher in the house. She doesn't pay rent. <laughs> she just. She just eats our food and she sleeps does. in. She's a really bad roommate. Room. Anyway, it's the cute kid, Kenzie Lee. Hello. Oh, you're so close. Hello! You're so close. She's gonna get this down one day. One it's gonna day. be great. So we also have a friend of ours in the house. He might say something. He might not. He might just sit and listen and not say a word. But we'll see what happens. It's Austin. Sub dudes. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> you had one chance, dude Oh, oh man like What a go waste
1: go. At <laughs> least he didn't go okay, You know,
0: that yeah. good can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right Well, uh, we've got a full house But we also have our little mascot Somewhere around here We've got a little scar of The kitten
1: Him sleeping
0: somewhere That's yeah, good Keep him there He's He's been
1: playing in or... water today And every time he comes up To like sit on my lap His paws are wet So he can go stay Wherever he's at right yeah.
0: now He's not biting me If he's laying down (laughs) Very true. That's a good thing. But yeah, today we've got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about what uh, happened in history on this day at Disneyland. Disneyland history. History. Today in Disneyland history. Uh, We've got some news to talk about. Uh, This cool little thing we saw on a new parade that's coming to town. So that's pretty rad. We're going to get into that in a minute. Merch. Lots of merch.
1: Lots of merch. So much has dropped in the last week.
0: Yeah, like there was a... Lady and the Tramp item that I I I don't think I've ever seen anything that was Lady and the Tramp.
1: No, not much.
0: If anything, yeah. Um, be cool. And then some new what patches, I think?
1: Yeah, uh, the Disney cool. patched.
0: Patched. We're going to get into hidden Mickeys with the kid. Food at all as always, food.
1: <sighs> I can't handle how much food we've been eating the last like 3 months. I'm
0: I've gained so much weight. I
1: don't even want to. talk That's about not it. true.
0: I'm I'm just as fat as I always was. Oh. Sad. Uh, but it's not helping the cause, that's for sure. <laughs> also, some events coming up, and our main topic that we're going to be talking about today is Rise of the Resistance. Be- no spoiler alert. Zero spoilers. No spoilers. We're going to talk about our experience and kind of some of the uh, the ins and outs of the ride. We'll but talk there about will the, be no
1: ride details. boarding group's story idea. Story details.
0: So yeah, no spoiler alert on this one. We're going to talk about the experience, what we saw, uh, how the the boarding groups work, all that stuff. Um, No spoilers yet.
1: We'll just give you some tips and tricks to get on to the ride. We're not going to tell you about the ride. But
0: tomorrow, we're going to record with a friend of ours, Cameron, who's a big Star Wars head. uh, Got us involved in a big Star Wars costuming club. And Mm -hmm. uh, he just celebrated his 100th run on Smuggler's Run which is crazy. The guy never goes home. Uh, So we're going to actually sit down with him. We we all got together the morning of the 17th and rode Rise of the Resistance as a group. And it was amazing. And we're going to talk about it a little bit later. But we'll be back in a minute to talk about all this great stuff. This episode is brought to you by a new sponsor, Sugar Crush Bake Shop. A really good friend of ours. She's a culinary genius, a Le Cordon Bleu graduate. And she is whisking up treats for all types of events. And she's got such a cute little Instagram. It's Sugar crush Bake Shop with an underscore at the end. And she's got a lot of cute little things. There's a unicorn on here. She's doing a special for, for Valentine's Day, which is coming up. So give her a follow on Instagram. Hit her up if you'd like a really cute cake or some really cute treats for your next event. Sugar Crush Bake Shop underscore. All right, we're back. We're gonna to start today off with a little bit of today in Disneyland history. Let's go way back to 1987. The new Mark V, Mark V monorail at Disneyland debuts. This is the second of the Learjet style monorails used for Disney. Pretty cool. Hmm. A marvel in technology.
1: It still is a marvel in technology. It really is. When I see it, it's I'm like, wow, that's really look impressive. At that. um, in
0: 1993, Mickey's Toontown opened this week. That opened in 93. 93. Dang. Yeah, that's old.
1: It's celebrating its 27th year.
0: Yeah, pretty cool. And then the next year, 1994, Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin debuted in Mickey's Toontown.
1: On the anniversary of it opening. Yeah,
0: That's almost cute. exactly a year later. Pretty cool. I love that. In 2006, Monsters, Inc., Mike and Sully to the Rescue. Uh, it's a dark ride if you haven't been on it. Um, it's over in California Adventure. That opened up this week also in 2006. And well, then in 2009 at Disneyland... All five of the Disneyland Railroad trains that circle around the track every single day they started burning cleaner biodiesel fuel. And they actually make it from recycled, discarded cooking oil that comes from the restaurants and hotels around the resort.
1: Is that the same thing that the Autopia cars run on?
0: No, those run on pure gasoline. The, the, since 2016, that's when they redid it. They're still using the same gas-powered ride vehicles but you know it is what it is
1: i could have swore it said like no
0: so the trains run on really clean fuel the honda cars <laughs> on utopia <laughs> do not not so much um and there was like a multi-year deal so i don't know if that's going to change anytime soon so yeah gross gas <laughs> it's stinky you can smell it over there it's gross um, and then shoot to 2015 just a few years ago, media and guests gathered on Main Street at Disneyland to view a demonstration of the new projection technology that they were going to be planning to use that next fall um, at Disneyland forever for the That's, 60th.
1: I love Disneyland forever.: I know I can't I still cry I, every I, time. I, can't, I,
0: ho- I hope they bring it back in some way for the 65th like a reimagining. Just reimagine re- it or yeah. I mean, they'd have to reimagine it a, a little bit. Yeah. Revamp it. It'll be cool. So, but yeah, it's, just, it's it's weird to think that they've only been using that technology for 5 years.
1: That is very odd. Yeah.
0: But they've improved upon it over the years and it's amazing. So, if you haven't seen it yet, stand on Main Street during the fireworks, you're going to see a really cool show. I
1: love it.
0: So, that was today in Disneyland history. Coming up next, it's the news. News, 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 news,
1: news,
0: news, All right. Up first in news, we've got some closures. And a lot of them are to be determined as far as when they're going to be reopening. Mark Twain Riverboat's going to be closed through the end of the month. But Snow White, Scary Adventures, Haunted Mansion Holiday. King Arthur's Carousel, the Sailing Ship Columbia, Red Car Trolley is still listed. I keep saying it. It's weird. Uh, Carthay Circle, just up to the carousel. Those are all going to be opening. Who knows when? The Sailing Ship Columbia is open now, but it will be closing down on the 3rd of February, just through the 6th. Really quick turnaround there. Um, Red Car Trolley, to be determined. I I don't know if it's coming back. Uh, the lounge and the restaurant, both at Carthay Circle, are going to be opening up back on the 30th of this month. So that's pretty soon.
1: Go get your biscuits.
0: Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Bakery tour is closed until the 11th of February. Grizzly River Run closed till 13th of February uh, after this week. And the carousel over at DCA is going to be closed until further notice. Oh. Well, to be determined. TBD. TBD. Gotcha. Uh, also in news...
1: There was a sneak peek released today for the new Magic Happens daytime parade at Disneyland and I am so excited. I'm
0: really excited.
1: So they released three new like teaser art pieces from um the parade, so three more floats that there's going to be. Uh one of them was Cinderella and it's going it's supposed to be as her pumpkin turns into her carriage. Which I'm excited to see how they're making yeah, it. Yeah, so like they're what saying they're
0: gonna look like yeah, they're saying that this is gonna be moments in Disney movie history where magic is happening. Magic mm-hmm. happens. So one of the things they had mentioned in the video is the change over for Cinderella. So her changing from her rags to her ball gown. I I don't really, I can't even really, imagine really, really, what, really what, what they what they're doing with it.
1: I'm gonna cry. Yeah. Uh another one that they released today was a sword in the stone. Yes. Um showing when Merlin leads Arthur to the stone. Yep. Um and then the last one was Tiana and Prince Naveen as they share their kiss and their tra- and they uh
0: and their transformation.
1: Yes, as they share a kiss and their transformation back yeah. to humans. Yes. So
0: I'm really ex- I'm really stoked to see what they do because the amount of technology, the amount of creativity that the Imagineers have been putting into their stuff lately is just phenomenal. Um we'll talk more later about it, but Rise of the Resistance, I mean, it's they're they're going above and beyond these it's days insane. and I'm really excited to see what they do.
1: That parade starts February 28th. There oh, will be two two shows. show
0: times during the day. It is a daytime parade. If you didn't hear us talking about it before, uh, they're going to have two show times, 3.30 p.m. and 6 p.m. before the sun goes down. That makes
1: me so excited. I know. So we're going to get there
0: on that on the day they start up on February 28th. Hope to see you there.
1: Yeah. All
0: right. So the Avengers Campus is moving along very quickly and they are still on on point for a summer 2020 opening um many people though and you found this out today that people are complaining
1: yes why a lot um so radiator springs is a very quaint adorable little town
0: yes it is
1: the avengers campus buildings are not little and quaint they are very, very, very big buildings that are towering over Cars Land. Oh no! And it's ruining the ambiance, according to some people. Because, um, like, just with Luigi's alone, the there's a new building. Um, they're assuming it's going to be one of the e-ticket attractions, but I don't, I don't know if it's confirmed what it is or not yet. Um, but it is now blocking the like Cadillac Range near Luigi's. So that's no longer going to be a thing you can see. Um, And on top of that, even like if you stand like in Mader's as you're getting onto the ride, like there's a very big building there now that was not there before. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and I did see um, there was a preliminary map that came out. And I think that what you're talking about is what you're talking about next to Luigi's is actually going to be a Doctor Strange show. Oh, Yeah. Uh, So there is a little bit of a preliminary map that I found and uh, we'll put this up on our Instagram. But um, so if you're, if you're looking at Luigi or from Luigi's towards the new area, that's going to be the Dr. Strange show. Right on the other side of that is going to be the, um, the web suppliers, which is a store. And then on the other side of that is going to be the Spider-Man attraction.
1: Yeah, so you can, is, you can see that from Mater's. Which is what you
0: can see from Maders exactly. Because yeah. um, somebody had the, posted
1: a picture on, they were on Maders. They had taken a picture into um, Avengers Campus. And you can see, like, the perfect cutout for the web logo. Mm-hmm. And so they, that's how they knew that that's what's
0: going gotcha. to Yeah, so that's going to be right on the other side of Mater's. Um That's that's pretty much where uh, It's Tough to Be a Bug was. Gotcha. And okay. then um, closest to Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be Ant-Man Microbrewery. Oh, yeah.
1: OK. Yeah.
0: So pretty cool. And then right next to that is the Avengers gift shop. So it, it's going to be pretty cool.
1: I know it's like terrible of me to say, but I really haven't looked into Avengers campus that much because I just it's, it's been the same that I felt for Rise of the Resistance. I want to be surprised and having kind of that element of like. Wow, I didn't know that was happening. Like,
0: mm-hmm. feels really I get it. Good. Now plug your ears because you're a little <laughs> bit of a spoiler. Uh, so the Spider Man attraction, it looks like it's going to be something very similar to Midway Mania, uh, where you're shooting webs at uh, spider bots.
1: I read that on Walt Disney World News yeah. today.
0: Yeah, I've been keeping that one from you. So well, you, you found it anyway on an accident because well, so I was for looking that. for
1: photos because they had really <laughs> good photos. People submit photos to them like yeah, all day long. So. Absolutely, it was it was a good resource.
0: So yeah, so they are. Uh, there's some people upset about that, but I mean, once it opens, they're going to be fine. Everybody's going to love it. It's going to be so cool. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Again, these Imagineers are look killing what it.
1: they did with Galaxy's Edge. Like if they can make Star Wars like a completely different planet attached to Disneyland and make it feel that immersive. Like Marvel's not that hard.
0: No, (laughs) it seems a little bit easier. Um, But speaking of add-ons and making things amazing.
1: Yes. Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Getting something. They're getting
0: something. Something's happening.
1: Um, So reports of a permit being pulled for um, the Haunted Mansion refurbishment hit today Um, And it looks like the description was a 962 square foot, new nine foot five inch steel panels with lights. And then it also said create new opening in existing stud wall for a picture box. So there had been reports of like improved lighting around the ride. So it might have something to do with that, but nobody really knows. Super hush hush. But there's a rumor that everything will be done April 30th.
0: It's the haunted mansion, and the the last improvement they made was hatbox ghost, and that is killer. So I can't I can't even imagine what what it would be.
1: That was so long ago. I feel like
0: yeah. That was, you
1: kind of forget that that wasn't always there.
0: Yeah, which is funny. I think about that all the time. Like you see things that are new, or you know they've added things onto attractions, like Alice in Wonderland. They put in the projections. Mm-hmm. There are people that will go on it right now and never even know that that was you know, a little less, (laughs) a little, a little, (laughs) a a little less, um,
1: interesting. Yeah,
0: I guess so. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's kind of cool because you would never know. They're just sneaking these improvements into, into attractions. I'm hoping that's what they do for Snow White. Same. And hopefully eventually Pinocchio.
1: Pinocchio. Yeah.
0: it, It needs some help. It does. But that's our news. Um, up next. Merch. It's a long conversation. <laughs> There's a lot. Let's get into the merch. There's a lot so to talk merch. about. First, a windbreaker. Yes. Who's on it? Steve.
1: Lady and the Tramp.
0: Lady and the Tramp.
1: Uh, Yeah. Lady and the Tramp is on the front and they're kissing over a plate of sketty.
0: Oh, that's cute.
1: It's really, really cute. And then like on the back, it's like the back right corner of it. Tony and Joe are playing their instruments when they're playing. This is the night. Such a- <laughs> um, and then it's got like the like a, a pretty skyline from like the, the sun going down. It's different blues and purples. It looks super duper comfy and really, really cute. And I
0: kind of want that one. Where can you find it?
1: Elias and Co.
0: And how much is it?
1: Forty nine ninety nine. These things are expensive. Before discount, though. They not,
0: that's actually not too expensive. When you consider how much the spirit jerseys are. Yes. So forty nine ninety nine <laughs> for a windbreaker is not that bad. No, not at all. Which I'm going to have to go back on what I've said about spirit jerseys. I was talking smack on them you like were. crazy. I did not like them, but I got, I have two now and I love them.
1: One of us. What? Yeah, I know.
0: It's, I don't know. I probably won't get any of the crazy design ones. Well, that's not true because the Star Wars one I have is like covered in stars. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm in it.
1: You're in it to win it, bro. I've been
0: converted. <laughs> um, Patched is a brand of patches made by Disneyland. And mm-hmm. they released some new designs today, including baby Pegasus and a sassy little Marie.
1: They're so cute.
0: Yeah. Pegasus is a white faux leather with a blue glitter mane and tail. And then Marie's patch has her sticking her tongue out, and she's uh, got a little tiny bow on her head, and they're 10 bucks a piece mm-hmm. before the discount. Yes. Yeah. Star Wars Spirit Jersey, this is another one I'll probably get now, because <laughs> I didn't actually see this one uh, in the parks, but I did.
1: I showed it to you on Sunday.
0: Okay, listen. We took a photo of it. Did we really?
1: Yes, look on your phone. It says "Hoth" across the back.
0: Did you take a picture of it?
1: No, you took it. I held the arms out for you.
0: Oh my gosh, you did. Yep. Okay. To be fair,
1: we were going on. Very we spent
0: sleep. 38 hours at Disneyland between yeah. midnight Thursday and midnight Sunday. Yeah. That's a full-time job. We're putting in work for you, folks. Mm, we really are. <laughs> uh, okay, I do remember it now. I'm looking at the picture. Goodness. This is pretty awesome though. I do want it. Um, so yeah, so it's got it's the, the it's the Battle of Hoth. It's got snow speeders and ATATs. It's like a light blue wash color, it's like acid wash denim kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah. They have those at Star Trader. I know that for a fact. Because <laughs> I you saw were the there. picture. <laughs>
1: Sixty four ninety nine for
0: that yeah. one. Yeah. Which they all are, and man, people are buying those things up.
1: Heck yep, Everybody yeah. Everybody owns one. We each have two.
0: We each have two. Kenzie's got to get one.
1: We've bought three for Friends.
0: Daniel's (laughs) getting one.
1: Daniel is getting one. Daniel,
0: everybody, is a new annual pass holder. (gasps) We are so excited to be able to experience this with him now. He's new to Disneyland. He's gone before in his lifetime, but he's not had a pass before, and he's been you know, grinding along on this podcast and he has had so much influence over this show and how it's been produced. And so, you know, we decided this guy needs to be with us. Yeah. So he's been, he's, he's been inducted into the annual pass holder ranks and we're so happy to be hanging out with him. And his AP
1: photo is so funny.
0: Oh, we're going to get a picture of his AP photo when we go with him this weekend. Uh, It's, probably the best AP photo in history.
1: That's what happens when you get your picture taken at 5.30 in the morning. 5.30 (laughs) in the
0: morning, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, so look forward to that. It's going to be a blast. But back to our merch, uh, the Luxo ball, or the Pixar ball, uh, sequined ears. There's the Pixar lamp on the side, and they're adorable.
1: They're so cute. It's just two big little Pixar balls on the sides of your head. Big little? Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: You can't say that.
1: But you guys get it, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, so it's it's two uh Luxo balls, right? Yes. And uh they're they've got a little Pixar lamp on the side. Yep. 30 bucks. Um Elias and, and Co. Elias and Co.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Company, if you will.
1: <laughs> another another set of main oh another set of mini ears came out as well in the last week, um, they're peony minis. Peony. I thought it was peonies.
0: Peony? Peony. Peony. I thought it, I thought
1: it was peonies.
0: Peonies. Is yeah. that how you say that word? I think so. Holy smokes.
1: Peonies. They're flowers. They're big pink peonies. And instead of having like traditional ears on the headband, it's just flower bundles to, in the shape of the ears. And it's really really cute.
0: Pe- peony. 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 Yeah. That's how you say it. Yes, I know. I'm just weirded out by <laughs> I've said peony in my entire wow, life. Peony. But how often do you say peony?
1: Never, how often do you ever say that's not a word. Oh,
0: how dare you. <laughs> um, what else there's another Minnie Mouse um, <gasps> there's they did a backpack. The
1: little Loun- loungefly
0: did this. Loungefly. If you didn't hear that, Lounge, hey guys, Lounge Fly, shoot us some backpacks, guys.
1: I know, Loungefly. Fly, I will rock them.
0: Everywhere. We will support you.
1: You said Loungefly like 47 times. Loungefly. Loungefly.
0: Loungefly. Fly. Lounge fly. Lounge fly. Um, lounge fly. has put out a Minnie Mouse sequined polka dot mini backpack.
1: It's so cute. So
0: it's black with pink polka dots and sequins, and it has a little bow right there on it. Uh, it's it's really cute. It's
1: really really cute. I really like that one. That's I think that's the next one that I like have to get.
0: It's so cute. You put in the notes that it's super cute.
1: Super cute.
0: Super <laughs> cute. I love it. It's cute. And that is ninety dollars.
1: <laughs> but
0: you know, discounts. Time. Whatever. That's cool. I think that's it for merch.
1: I'm sure there was more that I missed,
0: but. As we find things,
1: we will throw them on our Instagram.
0: Yeah. If you're not following us. Yeah. If you're not following us already on Instagram, we've been trying to keep up uh, with what's coming out with merch and all the food we're eating and all this great stuff. So uh, give us a follow at magic on main pod. Yeah. We'll be back with hidden Mickey's with the kid. Woo! All right. Kenzie. Welcome back. Thank you. And you wanted to talk about a hidden Mickey today? Yes, I do. And?
1: And it is in the Monsters, Inc. ride when you see Boo hitting Randall. And if you look closely to his patterns, you will see a Mickey on his stomach. Really? Yeah. His tum-tum.
0: So when when she's beating the, the doo-doo out of him with the <laughs> bat, yeah, his uh his pattern's changing... Frequently, every time he gets hit.
1: Yeah, like in the movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so there's a hidden Mickey on his stomach. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Have you actually seen this one? Yes. You have? Yes. All right. Cool. Well, that's a fun one. And that's not something you can always see. There are some that you see all the time. They're all in walls or in paintings or whatever. This is one that you have to catch it at the right time. So exciting stuff. Thanks, Kenzie. You're welcome. All right. We'll see you soon. Go to bed. Oh. we'll be back with food this is actually a pretty slow week in food
1: yeah but it's also a week that i had probably my new favorite dessert that i've ever had
0: and which was what was that
1: the fluffer nutter the fluffer
0: nutter churro they have holy it over
1: holy cow yeah
0: so it's a churro covered in peanut butter sauce mm. marshmallow sauce mm. and chocolate chips it's so good it's so good. <laughs> it was
1: so, um, so good. It's
0: probably the messiest churro I've ever seen. The gooeyest the messiest, the grossest. Uh, it was
1: not nothing. Not was gross, gross?
0: Not gross tasting. Just in in practice, it was goopy. It's all over the place. I would not anticipate them bringing this one back because <sighs> if you look around the cart, so it's at Willie's Churros in DCA. If you're coming up uh, Buena Vista Street, it's just outside of Condor Flats. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willie's Churros. Uh, If you looked at the the floor around Willie's shows, Chur- it was disgusting because they're so goopy. Well, and also the peanut butter because they're putting these sauces on a, a warm churro, it's and melting it's and melted. just dripping everywhere. Oh, gosh, that was the best part. I literally ate this hovering over the planter <laughs> because I'm
1: a professional. I feel like so. it was better to
0: get it on the dirt than it was the <laughs> concrete floor.
1: I just ate the ends first that Uh were sticking off of the paper.
0: Uh Oh, strategy!
1: Yes. So eat each end first because that's insider tip. I got you guys. Mm -hmm. And then they put the churro on two pieces of parchment. Yep. So if you eat the two ends that are hanging off the sides first, then your whole thing is covered in parchment, and you just wiggle it around based on where you're eating, and you're fine. It wasn't messy for me at all.
0: Listen, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Uh, <laughs> it is messy. It is. It's messy.
1: But like but it was if so you good. if you use my strategy, it's really not no, messy. No, it's
0: it's a good strategy. Um, do you hear my voice?
1: Yeah, because you just died on soda.
0: <clears throat> Excuse me. Excuse me. I almost died just now for you, you guys. You're
1: gonna be all okay. Right. In You're reality, I
0: choked on my soda and I'm slowly trying to breathe. <laughs> um we've got a, a, a reputation now with yes. our friends. We eat all the food. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there could be worse reputations, Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, we have not yet, we will tell you right now, we have not yet eaten any of the lunar new year foods. We're saving them for a future episode. Soon. Um, and plus we were really tired this weekend.
1: Oh my gosh. We
0: spent so much time in the parks. We got, we got there really early or really late, I guess on Thursday. And then we were there all weekend. So it was just a long weekend. So we didn't get a chance to eat any of those foods, but mm-hmm. we've seen them. We've smelled them.
1: Oh, my gosh. They smell heavenly.
0: That whole area is just it smells so delicious. Uh, So we're going to be reporting on that in the coming weeks. Yes. Um, So look forward to that. But they have a lot of great stuff. Um, We'll put up menus so you can see what they've got. But something that we did partake in was one of the new treats out at Galaxy's Edge.
1: Yes. You partook in that quite a few times.
0: Yes, so <laughs> in the span of three days, I had three of their new um, shimmering black spire hot cocoa.
1: It's delicioso.
0: Uh, yeah, they're serving this at Ronto Roasters in Galaxy's Edge. Um, it's hot chocolate, purple um, whipped cream, and a shimmer. This was edible, edible glitter.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's delicious. It's really good. So my favorite hot chocolate used to be Starbucks. If you do an extra pump of cocoa. But this one, unaltered, is the best hot cocoa I've ever had in my life.
1: But I'm very, very worried because I think they're going to start altering it a little bit. I think, like, they went hard on the first day, and then they're, like, going to slowly drop off. Because when I went to pick mine up the other day, like, the last day that we were at Disneyland for the weekend... She didn't put any shimmer on my whipped cream. I was real sad.
0: I can do without the shimmer. As long as they yeah, don't change the recipe, I'm don't, fine.
1: Don't skimp on my stuff.
0: There you go. Don't, yeah. Don't
1: acknowledge that I fixed myself, oh, sorry, sir.
0: Sorry. Good job. Cut this out. Good job. Uh, but no, I, I, you know, they they might. I'm, I didn't get uh, whipped cream on my second one, but I ordered it without the first time, so I can't really complain. Mm. I didn't get to actually taste the whipped Purple whipped cream, but I'm assuming it tastes like whipped
1: cream. It tastes like whipped cream.
0: Um, So I don't, you know, the looks of it, I'm fine. The taste of it, it's unbeatable. It's the best best hot chocolate I've ever had. But on top of that, over at the milk stand, which is across from the Droid Depot, they've got the Tordarian Swirl Green Milk. And this is their green milk with mango squares, chamoy, chili lime powder. It looks alien.
1: Yeah, it does.
0: It's very green. Very. um, And red. It's some. It's it's spooky. spooky. Uh, It looks intriguing. I know that I don't enjoy the green milk myself.
1: Yeah,
0: and I'm not a huge fan of mango or chamoy, Mm -mm. so I'm not going to like this.
1: I love mango, so I may give it a try.
0: I saw so many people jamming out with those things over. They were doing it for the gram. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I know a lot of that has to do with putting it on your Instagram. But I don't know. I I can't be a I won't be a test subject there. Tabitha's going to have to eat it.
1: I guess I'll take one for the oh, team. Oh, well.
0: And then over at Jatka's Coolers, um, they've got a Galma garlic puffed cheese chips. It's got white cheddar, garlic, and Parmesan. And they're like... Um, cheese puffs. Yeah, me. I like cheese puffs.
1: But they're in the shape of like pork rinds, almost.
0: I think they are pork rinds.
1: They're not. I, I'd go bold. It's not pork rinds. Oh. But I want to try them.
0: They look like pork rinds. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Not a lot much more food.
1: I promise we'll eat more. We'll do Please better. Please just give me a break. Yes.
0: <laughs> Our stomachs thank you for your patience.
1: Yes. All
0: right. Up next we've got events. a Couple events coming up in the next few months. Disneyland After Dark has 80s night coming up on January 29th. That's next week, folks. They do have tickets available still, so pick those up if you can. And then in February, the 12th and the 13th, right in front of Valentine's Day, we've got a de- uh We've got a Disneyland After Dark Sweethearts Nights. Oh. Aww. Aww. It's going to be cute. I know they're going to have great merch. Actually, I just saw that they put out their Valentine's Day balloons. Oh. $10. It's got Mickey and Minnie kissing on it. It's super cute.
1: I love that.
0: Yeah. Super cute. So we're going to take a quick little break here. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Bah. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back, and we are so excited to talk about this next subject. It set the internet on fire. All the Disneyland fans and Star Wars fans across the world are rejoicing because Star Wars Rise of the Resistance is officially open at Galaxy's Edge. Hooray! I'm so excited. Friday, January 17th was a day that will go down in history. It was long-awaited and very much well worth the wait. Uh, If you're not really sure about what we're talking about, Rise of the Resistance is the probably most immersive, um, technologically advanced, ambitious rides ever. I mean, of any theme park I can think of.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And here's just a disclaimer. This is not going to be giving away anything as far as the story goes. We're not going to tell anything about we're not gonna say anything about the plot. We're not gonna say anything about who you see, what you see, but we will tell you a little bit about the attraction, how it works, and then how it made us feel. The the amount of technology that went into it, the amount of the amount of thought and imagination that the imagineers put into this ride is just insane. Um it's a complete um it's a complete experience. You're really you're you really feel like you are in this attraction as a character in the Star Wars saga,
1: you really do. It's very immersive it like we've said before, like talking about how like you walk into Galaxy's Edge and forget that you're in Disneyland, and this ride is no different.
0: No, you really feel like you're part of the story. you are part of the story uh they you know disney i Disneyland has always done a great job of really putting you into the scene uh but here you are truly a, a character you're a role in this bigger story that's going on around you uh you know there's they kept saying they kept saying you know multiple ride systems and it's like oh, what does that mean and and it really is you know without giving away any any uh, story details or specifics you're walking at one point so there's a portion where you're you're on a transport which is very star tours Mm-hmm. uh and then at another point you're on a a, a car a vehicle that is literally gliding across a the floor there's no track there's no system other than magnets and sensors and it it's it's insane yeah um you know i again not going into great detail but the animatronics on this attraction were unbelievable
1: The advances that Disney has made with animatronics is just crazy.
0: Well, it's funny because you think about animatronics and, you know, you you can think about the greats like, you know, the the ambitious uh, Tiki Room in the beginning of time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you think about, you know, all the great advances they made when it came to Pirates of the Caribbean. And then they went and revamped Pirates recently. And one of the most recent animatronics is probably the worst one in the park. Jack Sparrow at the end of Pirates.
1: He, okay, he looks like he's melting.
0: He looks like he's melting. His mouth doesn't move the way it should. <laughs> no. His neck looks like it's been slit. Like it's just, it's a very odd he's thing. So, you know, going, coming off of that uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> opportunity for improvement, uh, you, you've got there's nowhere to go but up. Yeah, there's really, you know, there's really not much more you needed to do to make it better. But, there were points where I was like, is that a person or is that an animatronic? I couldn't really tell who, if it was an actual actor. Yeah. So it was, it was insane. And then, you know, there's advanced like holograms. Yeah. Um. You know, I know there's some technology behind it. There's some magic that goes into it. So it's not, you know, might not be a true hologram, but you would never know it.
1: No, not even. Yeah. Uh.
0: So there, you know, there's a, uh, there's at one point, uh, very famous Star Wars character that is talking to you via hologram and you would think that they you're seeing a hologram projected onto thin air.
1: Yeah. It's it's mind-boggling.
0: It is the mind-boggling. The amount of work
1: that went into that ride. Yeah, so Disney has a tendency to hype things up and then you're just kind of like okay. Okay, I cool. get it. I yeah. see what you were talking about. Yeah. They there was no way to get to the Level that this ride was at.
0: No, because I mean, I honestly, you know, I had really high hopes for it. I had some things in my mind of the things that they should be doing, you know, as, you know, according to a Star Wars fan. And I literally could not even imagine the things that they put into this attraction. Yeah. You know, but the hologram was the first thing you see that's a, a major thing. And it's like, how, how did they, how can they beat this? And they just kept doing it punch after mm-hmm. punch every single time. Every second of that ride, and it's I feel like we
1: screamed the whole ride.
0: Yeah. And you know, there's you're gonna see, you know, this is no secret. It's Star Wars, you know, you're gonna see some familiar faces. So you're gonna see, you know, BB 8 and Ray and Finn and Poe, and uh, not gonna tell you how you see them or what in what regard, but you know, there's a lot of stormtroopers. That's Mm -hmm. for sure. I'm sure you guys have seen that part of it at least. Um, and then probably. But one thing I just really can't get past is how much went into this whole uh, journey that you take from start to finish. So you, again, you're, you're going to be walking throughout the experience. You're going to be on a trackless vehicle. Um, there's a, oh, there's a drop ride system. So you've already been walking. You've already been on an attraction like Star Tours, where it's the, you know, a motion simulator. And then you get on to one portion of, of, of the ride and you're actually on a drop ride. System, it's insane. It's I just, but you know, it's no surprise. the The Imagineers at Disneyland are just top notch. They are great at what they do. They're there for a reason. You know, they only hire the best. But um one thing that we wanted to really inform everybody on is this new boarding group system,
1: which we don't know how long it's going to be on yeah. that system.
0: We've heard multiple things, and we, you know, there were stories flying around. Uh, in regards to how this was going to open and how they were going to get people on and off the ride. And one of the things that we heard, and this is kind of the basis for uh, our entire journey on this attraction. So it started on Thursday night. Uh, we were told by multiple cast members, multiple, you know, different, different roles, not just one, one person in one group, uh, multiple roles. They were saying that the first thousand people in line, were going to go into a physical queue. Once that physical queue was full, then they were going to open up the virtual queue, which is all done through the app. Turns out, we got there at 1130 on Thursday night. We stayed up through the, the evening, through the night, through the morning. And at 6 a.m., when we had assumed we would be pulled into a queue, because we were literally on the gate. That's where we were sitting, standing, sleeping. I slept. <laughs> you did. In uh,
1: five-minute increments.
0: So did Daniel. Uh, but the, you know, the, the physical cue never happened. So we get into the park at around 6am by 45, 6am and we're ushered up to
1: Coat corner. Uh, Coke
0: corner. So on main street, there's a rope up just like rope drop. And we waited there until about seven o'clock.
1: When they realized there was way too, way many, too of us. <laughs> many people,
0: uh, the line from Starbucks went in the store all the way out, all the way up to the corn dog cart, wrapped around a couple times. It was it was crazy. It was
1: so long. It was nuts.
0: Um, but so then we're ushered up to the hub. All the lands were still closed off, but we were ushered up to the hub. And at around seven forty-five, they opened up the lands. You were able to go over to Galaxy's Edge if you wanted to. Uh, And then that's uh, at eight o'clock. They were going to open up the virtual queue. Mm -hmm. And for those of you listening that haven't been through this yet, hit up our Instagram at magic on main pod at magic on main pod. Uh, We put up a picture of the flyer that they were handing out that morning, explaining how the virtual queue works. You know, they're doing their best to keep you as informed as possible because it is a new system. Not everybody's used to it. They've been using it in Florida, but that has nothing to do with us. Um, So basically how that works is, you build your boarding group just like you would on um a max pass. A max pass. Yeah, it's the same as a as a fast pass. Get everybody's annual passports or tickets into your app to make sure that they are able to be added into your queue, into your group, and then once eight o'clock hits, we start refreshing that app. Mm-hmm. So we actually had 13 people in our group. So that's a large group. Uh, We had about five people add everybody's passes to their app to make sure that once eight o'clock hit, we could all kind of start refreshing. Some of us refreshed while the app was open. Some of us closed the app out altogether. Uh, But by the time we got in, we had uh, one of our guys, Cameron, who's going to be talking to us about the ride on another episode. which is going to be a little more in depth. Uh, But he actually was able to get us in and we were in boarding group 77. Which was kind of cool because, yeah, it's a little bit higher. But if I'm going to be that high in the boarding group numbers, I want it to be a pretty cool number. 77, Star Wars opening year. I'll take it. I dig it. It wasn't too bad. Um, However, we found that they're pushing about 10 groups per hour.
1: On average.
0: On average. So it got up to about 15 at one point. It was 10 the next hour. Uh, It went down for about an hour and a half. So. All in all, it took about an hour for 10 groups to go through. We were 77. We got on right around 7 o'clock.
1: Oh Yeah, it was closer to like 6.30. I took a screenshot. Actually, we got on the ride at 5.44.
0: Oh, we got on a lot earlier than I thought.
1: Yeah. that I screenshot it as soon as it's told me that our boarding
0: group had been called. Well, I think that's an unnecessary conversation. So, here we go. <clears throat> So we got on right around 545. hmm Um, and so, you know, give or take an hour. Uh, they're getting they're getting uh they're getting about 10 groups per hour. So Which is solid. Yeah. So if you can look at your boarding group, calculate ten boarding groups per hour, you'll kind of have an idea of when you're gonna get on. Now this isn't clockwork. This isn't this isn't guaranteed. Yeah, the ride does go down. It does. Uh we had a couple of friend group friends groups over the weekend that were waiting a f- couple hours longer because the ride did go down for a while. Um, and we've noticed there's a little bit of a pattern. They're closing the ride down a little bit early. And if we had to guess, educated guess just based on some information I know as an ex-cast member and things we've heard from other people around the park, I think they're doing maintenance.
1: They've gotta be. That ride is so in-depth there's gotta be like a lot of checking going oh, on. Oh, for
0: sure. And and when you consider they had not run it, you know, for that many hours ever. Yeah. Even on cast preview days, it mm-hmm. wasn't running that long. No. Uh they're they they've got to put some work into keeping that thing going. So, if we had to assume they're closing down probably an hour before the park closes, maybe yeah. to do a, a long night. Can
1: they give you like an estimate of how many groups they think that they're going to call and if they go over that great? But at least you know if you're over that number, don't guarantee you're not guaranteed to go on.
0: Yeah, and it sounds like the number over the weekend was 82.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you're over, if you're in a group lower than 82, you're pretty golden. Uh, but if you're in a group in the 90s, 100s, don't be surprised if you don't get on that day. Yeah. Uh, and this is this is not meant to discourage. This is just giving some realistic numbers. So I say try it. Get there at Rope Drop. Get in the app. Make sure you refresh. When you see that thing pop up, click it because it went out in 45 seconds when we were there.
1: Insane.
0: 45 seconds, and the next day I think it was a minute. So they're getting filled up because you can do it both from your phone. There are stations around the park that you can get in, uh, get on board with. So they they're going quickly. So we had a we had a pretty decent experience with it. There weren't too many hiccups. It went down one time. For about an hour and a half. But when we did finally get on the ride, again, totally worth it. All of these new uh, pieces of technology they're using to make this attraction feel like you're in a Star Wars story was pretty impressive. I mean, there was hardly a dry eye in our group.
1: (laughs) Man, It was
0: a little emotional. A little. We had a large number of Star Wars fans in our group. I don't think anybody was not a Star Wars fan.
1: No. Uh,
0: So everybody was... um, a little bit emotional when we stepped off the attraction um outside
1: and once you write it, you will understand why
0: yeah, you will understand um but a little f- fun story uh we actually had the attraction shut down while we were on it,
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a little
0: bit awkward, uh it seemed like it they were not as prepared as they wanted to be.
1: But you would have never known. They, no. They kept it very professional.
0: Oh, and this is, again, no spoiler, but I I have to say, I've never been on an attraction where a cast member had to stay in character so much. Mm-hmm. Besides Jungle Cruise. But that's, you know, that's telling jokes. It's funny. Yeah. There are some cast members on this attraction that, are earning their paycheck yeah because they are staying so in character um and you know there was a one one point where we were having an interaction with the first order won't give too much away there uh but we got stuck in a room and they recovered in character and it was pretty awesome yeah we even redid the show on that portion of of the attraction that went down and it was still awesome mm-hmm. okay, so for getting on the ride. Uh here's a little bit of information. We talked about it a little bit, but here's the full rundown on what you should be doing. To get into a boarding group, first you have to download the Disneyland app. Yeah. Make sure your pass is attached to the app or your ticket for the day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you can do this before you get into the park. So do that prior to the night before, while you're in line, whatever. Uh, download the official Disneyland app and then... Create an account if you already have one. If you don't have one, make one because you're going to need this. Yes. 100%. Scan and link every pass in your group to one or two. I would recommend maybe no more than two.
1: But we were advised by a cast member don't like once somebody is able to get into the join my boarding group section, don't have multiple people doing it because it will cancel out the boarding group if you try to get on multiple.
0: Yes. So don't have multiple users click the confirm button yeah, because then it might cancel everything out. Yeah. Uh, so when you go to the homepage on the app, this is going to be just before they drop the rope, uh, go to where you see the star Wars rise of the resistance access uh, boarding group section. And then you're going to click join the boarding group. And once you're in the boarding group section of the app, you can actually uh, check all of the members of your party, just like a max pass. So mm-hmm. check everybody that's there and actually scanned into Disneyland, not yeah, DCA. If they, if
1: they haven't been there for the day there, just because you have their passes, I mean, they're
0: getting in. No, it, they have to the be, be actually scanned into Disneyland. Uh, make sure that they are scanned in. Check the people that are going to be in your boarding group and then uh, hit go. When you push that button, magic's going to happen. You're going to be put into a boarding group. Don't fret if you get between one and eighty two eighty five ish you're gonna most likely get on. Get past that. There's a slight chance you won't, but I have not heard of many people getting turned away. They've
1: done pretty well at capping it and yeah. knowing their limits.
0: yeah, so uh be positive. Uh, but uh you're gonna be sent a push notification once it's time for you to get into the queue. and when we did it on Friday.
1: You have about an hour and a half,
0: right? Yeah, and then from they, when
1: they call you,
0: uh, you actually it says you have two hours to get to the attraction, uh, and that's to scan in. But it's just the same as a fast pass; have your barcode ready to be scanned, uh, and then the queue for us only took about fifteen minutes, if that. Once we scanned in, and I
1: think it took long because it is a very immersive queue. So there's a lot to see, so we did slow down to take pictures. We did.
0: And one thing about their queue, which is really cool and very interesting, and I'm so glad they did it, because they know it's going to be a popular attraction. They know if people are in the queue, it's going to be a long one. So they actually built benches into the queue. Very neat. Not something they do often. No. So pretty exciting for those lazy bones Mm -hmm. in the world, uh, like me. (laughs) Um. So yeah, so... Once you're in the queue, you're gonna have a really good opportunity to take some really cool pictures.
1: I actually only took maybe two or three pictures while we were on the ride. And the rest of it I like it was well actually it was it was like pre pre pre-show and queue and the rest of it I just put my phone away and just Yeah lived it.
0: Yeah, all you Star Wars nerds are gonna have a great time in the queue. Really fun stuff to take pictures of. Um and then once you are ushered into the actual attraction, it's hectic. It's yes. fast. It goes really quick. And one, one bit of advice I have is look around. because
1: because even, even being extremely observant, looking around, living in the moment, you're going to miss so much. Yeah.
0: In just that first portion of the attraction, the first ride system you're introduced to, Uh, there's stuff going on in front of you, on the side of you, behind you. Mm -hmm. There's people talking on both ends of the attraction. You can move about and really see everything. So I would say, don't focus on one area. Mm -hmm. Look around. Yeah. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be to your benefit. Uh, and even when you're in the other, uh, sections of the attraction, make sure you're looking around. There's a lot of things to catch. Uh, the amount of detail that went into both the resistance side of the world and the, the um first order the first order side it's just it's it's amazing
1: just enjoy yourself
0: enjoy yourself don't stress yourself out have a
1: good time if you don't get a boarding group go get a hot chocolate walk around galaxy's edge and try again next time be happy
0: yeah um but also we did the hard work for you don't get there early yeah, don't do it. <laughs> don't, it hurts. don't camp out. Don't get there, you know, super, super early. Just we, be in
1: the park by, before 8 a.m.
0: Yeah. So if you're in the gate scanned in at 8 a.m., you're, you're good. good to go. So You don't
1: have to be in Galaxy's Edge. You can do from it us. from main gate.
0: Yeah. And the fastest it's going to go is to a, maybe a couple minutes. So if something goes wrong with your app or, you know, God forbid something happens on your phone, uh, if you go past a minute or two, you're not going to yeah. get in. So try again. Uh, but I hope that helps um, lots of information to know a lot of things to see. Uh, we did put up in uh, on our Instagram, a photo of the boarding pass boarding group information sheet that they had been giving out that morning. So take a look. If you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a message. Definitely
1: reach out to us. We, that's what we're here for. Yeah, Ask us any questions that you have. We, yeah. know, we want everybody to try to get, on this experience see what it's all about so any questions just let us know
0: oh and um just in case you were wondering within the app once you do have a boarding group you get a status within that section of the app now Mm -hmm. so it's going to tell you what group number you're in uh it doesn't tell you right there on that screen where they are in the process but there is another screen that says what boarding groups they are boarding currently Mm -hmm. and it's usually about 10 to 20 at a time
1: yeah and if you don't want to keep looking at your phone all day, they do have signs up through. They have the screens, different screens everywhere. Yeah. Telling which boarding groups yeah. are being
0: called. So you're, you're definitely going to be informed. You're going to know what's going on at all times. Um, and then for those of you that don't have an app, you can still join a boarding group. Uh, all you have to do is go to the FastPass kiosks next to Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters in Tomorrowland or over by Splash Mountain FastPass distribution in Critter Country. And uh, you can actually enter a boarding group from there. Uh, but but make like sure we you,
1: said, they go so fast. They
0: do go really fast. But there was somebody that got in on a kiosk that was, uh, they got there at like 7.55, went to a boarding pass area, and they actually got in number 17 that day. That's insane. So <laughs> it's, not un, it's not unheard of. Uh, so you can check check in there, too, if you don't have the app. But, you know. It's a free app and it works really well and it's very, very handy. So there's no reason really not to have you it.
1: You guys got this. We believe in you. Yeah, we believe in you. May the force be with you.
0: So in case you are wondering, there is a rider switch option on Rise of the Resistance, which if you just get into the fast pass line, you're, you'll be able to get in. So if you need to split up, you can send you know most of your group into the line. And then after they get off, then they send in the second part of your group. So, yeah, there is a, a rider switch available. And then also um, there is no option for single rider at the moment. But there also is not a, an option for a fast pass. So that's probably coming in the future. Keep an eye out and we'll keep you posted. And if you are actually in a large group, uh, well, no matter what size group you're in, if you're in a group of two, you're going to get boarded with six people you don't know. If you're in a large group over eight, you will be split up because each car holds eight people. So we know there's a lot to take in. It's a lot of information and you have nothing to worry about. We're here for you. We'll take care of you. Ask away. If you have any questions, hit us up on our Instagram at magiconmainpod or email us magiconmainstreetpod at gmail.com. So that's it for Rise of the Resistance. Let us know how we can help. And you know what that means.
1: Quote of the week.
0: It's time for the quote, quote of, the of, week. of the week. So because of the great, amazing new attraction that's opened up this week, uh, I thought this was a really fitting quote. It is one of his more popular, more famous quotes, um, but I think it speaks volumes to, to the theory behind Disneyland's growth and how it's going to be in the future. And Walt Disney said... Disneyland will never be completed. It will continue to grow as long as there is imagination left in the world.
1: Remember that when you guys try to create petitions to not have things change.
0: (laughs) Walt wanted change. Walt wanted change. Um, So, yeah. So, uh, as long as there's imagination left in the world and Imagineers. Because those guys are killing it. Yeah. I'm really impressed with what they've did.
1: Me too. Makes me excited for Avengers Campus.
0: I'm so stoked for that. It's going to be a tough act to follow, though. Galaxy's Edge is crazy.
1: I think they're up to the challenge.
0: We shall see. Uh, So, on that note, we want to thank you so much for joining us on our great, fun adventure that we've been a part of for the past, what, month now, I guess.
1: Over a month.
0: Guys, we've got so much going on with this podcast. People are actually really digging it.
1: I mean, who wouldn't?
0: I mean, we're having fun. It's a good time. (laughs) And we're, you know, we're trying to put together as much information for you as possible because we know that Disneyland and, you know, a trip to Disneyland is overwhelming at times. There's a lot to know. There's a lot to see. And if we can navigate your day for you, you know, it's our pleasure. Uh, So thanks so much for joining us on our fun little trip. And if you have any comments or questions or any stories that you want us to share with our audience, let us know. Again, email us at magiconmainstreetpod at gmail.com. And we've got an Instagram. We post a lot of stuff there. You're going to get a lot more information than you're actually getting here because in between episodes, stuff doesn't stop running.
1: Mm-hmm. So we're
0: talking about food, merch, all kinds of cool, fun stuff. Uh, so check out our Instagram at magiconmainpod. And help us fund our bad habits. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Patreon. You can become a subscriber for as low as $2 a month and you're going to get early access. You'll never have to listen to an ad and you're going to be entered into one of our monthly giveaways. So find out more information on this at patreon.com slash magic on main street. And lastly, we have a calendar. We're doing all the tough work for you. You don't have to write anything down. You don't have to remember anything. Subscribe to our calendar. Go to our show notes. You're going to find a little link in there. Click on it. Add all of our events to your calendar. And you're going to start getting updates on what's going on, what's open, what's closed, what events are happening. It's a good time. And, you know, we just want to share this stuff with the world. Mm -hmm. So on that note, make sure you subscribe, leave a review and help us spread some magic by sharing our little podcast with the Disney lovers in your lives. On behalf of Tabitha, Daniel, Kenzie, Scar, and myself, thanks so much for listening to the Magic on Main Street podcast. And we'll see you real soon. Bye-bye. And here you, they savor the challenge and promise of the future.